I would be cautious the other way. <laughs> if you um, saw a wellness practitioner or you know an intuitive who is perfect, okay, I mean, look, you have to have, of course, a certain degree of having it together, right? Professionalism and all of that. I mean, I'm, uh, that is really important to me, right? But if you're expecting someone that you work with to be completely, you know, without flaws, to completely have uh, no challenges in life at all, I mean, uh, I would be more worried uh, meeting someone like that because it could be that they're just not aware of the issues that they have, right? So, uh, and, and I'll tell you this, I mean, most of the clients who work with me, most of the, um, you know, my students, the thing that they always say to me is they like working with me because I'm not perfect, because I'm flawed, because I've, I've had a rough journey and, and I share that. If you're a mentor, coach, trainer, yogi or healer, and you sense there is more to your path, and this universe for you to discover and you don't want to wait until you cross over to the other side to find out the answers then you're in the right place using your intuition doesn't have to be vague inconsistent draining or filled with uncertainty you don't need to be born in a family of psychics you don't need crystals pendulums oracle cards or years of meditation what you need is a practical, structured methodology to access, understand, and use your natural, intuitive gift. I'm Desiree, a self-taught intuitive, and I've spent more than a decade helping purpose-driven souls heal karmic and ancestral patterns through various spiritual wellness therapies. I'm on a mission to help you align with your highest calling by mastering your soul's intelligence. And in this podcast, I will share how. Hey, so you may have felt called to, you know, um, become an intuitive, learn how to conduct intuitive readings, perhaps in future use this with, um, you know, other healing modalities, um, other wellness modalities that you practice, uh, but you may be unsure if it really is the right thing for you, whether you have what it takes, whether um, it can even work for you. Um, you may have thoughts like, okay, what if, you know, you get it wrong and something bad happens either to yourself or um, worse to someone that you are, um, you know, providing guidance for. Right. Or, you know, what if, you know, someone like what if the opposite happens and you do it really well, but then, you know, someone becomes really clingy, um, dependent on you, asks you for answers every single day, um, you know, and, you know, are we even allowed to, you know, know this much about our soul paths and the universe and, you know, um, and also like what if, I mean, who are you to really tell others what to do if you haven't really gotten like all of your you know shit together yet? And if um, perhaps your life is not perfect, your life is not smooth and easy breezy. So how could you possibly 
um, be helping others if you, you know, if, if things are not perfect for you yet, right? Um, so <laughs> the first thing that um, you do need if you want to become an intuitive and uh, you want to do healing work um, or perhaps use this with your healing work is, um, you know, you, you've got to be able to allow your curiosity and desires to pull you, right? And move, you know, be pulled by what you desire and um, what you love and what you do want rather than be, you know, pushed by fear or, um, you know, make decisions based on fear, meaning, okay, which pathway means that I can move away from fear and away from what I don't want, okay? And instead of doing that, um, choose the pathway that pulls you or leads you to what you do want, okay? So I'll give you a really... Um, simple example, if um, two people, you know, um, want to do well in an, an exam or a test, uh, score 100, let's say, right? Um, are you the one who says, you know, I want to, whatever, top the class, um, um, you know, get full marks, um, you know, prove to myself um, that I can do this? Okay, um, or are you the one who um, basically is actually turned away from your goals and what it sounds like um, in your head is more like, I don't want to fail, I don't want to embarrass myself, I don't want to, you know, be the last in class again, um, I, you know, ugh. yeah, I don't want to fail again, perhaps, right? Um, and so in with the first person, they are you know, the first person is really oriented towards their goals, okay? They're literally facing their goals and they're heading towards it, right? Um, and, you know, the self-talk, okay? So what you tell yourself um, and um, internally, and perhaps, you know, it may even be what you say out loud, um, but that usually belies what um, your unconscious is uh, also saying. Right and what you you're telling your unconscious and what your unconscious is reflecting back to you, right? So, with the second person who says, you know, uh, I don't want to fail, right? Well, your unconscious is pro processing fail, you know, embarrassment, shame, and ultimately that's what you you're more likely to manifest, and that's also what you will be you know, working towards. It's like the drag that you're carrying with you on your way towards your goals, okay? Um, and so instead of moving away from what you don't want, right, allow your desires and your curiosity to really call you and pull you, okay? Um, because really, if we... And of course, I'll add this on, but like work through the fear, right? get to a, you know, relatively neutral place um, before you make a decision or decide something is for you or not for you or you can do it or you can't. Because a lot of the time, these are just, you know, beliefs. They're not the truth, 
right? And it's not the reality so much as the reality that you have created, right? Um, and a lot of this is unconscious, right? Um, you know, 90% of um, how we operate, how we, you know, and what drives us, our drivers are unconscious, okay? Um, and, you know, I've done hypnotherapy work for more than a decade now and, um, you know, almost all of the therapies and healing work that I do works on the level of the unconscious. And, and what happens is consciously you may not be that aware uh, you may be aware of perhaps some of the so-called floating thoughts that um, pass, uh, you know, that kind of float by your mind, right, and pass through your mind. Uh, but there's some deeper beliefs, right, thoughts that have become beliefs that actually in the way and that, you know, it, it are either not true or no longer true, right? So... You know, examine some of these things because uh, they really, you know, if they're limiting you, uh, it, it's it's a real shame, right? Um, and these things can be worked on, right? So, you know, which really brings me to um, my third point, <laughs> which is now going to be the second point. Um, but, you know, do the, you know, having a growth mindset is really, really important if you want to be an intuitive and you want to do any kind of healing and wellness work, right? Um, and so continue to do that in your, that inner work, right? The growth process, let's say the growth, the journey of growth is not linear as well, right? Um, it's, you know, there are ups and downs. It sometimes may feel like it's two steps forward and three steps back, or as they say, one step forward, two steps back. Um, it may sometimes feel like you're going downhill and you're spiraling downwards and, you know, what happened to everything that you've ever learned. Uh, but it's really a little bit more like a spiral, okay, um, a spiral with a, you know, upwards trajectory or forwards trajectory. Um, you know, even if you look at, you know, anything in nature, it, nothing grows in a perfectly straight line, right? We can draw a straight line on our computers, right? A perfectly measured straight line. Um, perhaps with the aid of a ruler, we could do that too, right? It still may not be as perfect as something that is digital or computerized. But if you look at nature, right, it nothing is a perfect circle or um, a perfect straight line. Okay, it's it's um, there may be geometric patterns, but it's it's never just you know growth is not linear. Right. If you look at, um, I don't know, even if you look at um, the stock market or like some of these like financial charts, right? It never is just like this all the way up or all the way down. It kind of like, if you notice, kind of goes up, down and then up again. And there is an overall kind of trajectory, right? But it's not a perfect straight line. <laughs> So, um, and, and so having 
a growth mindset means, you know, understanding that there isn't any failure. Um, there's only feedback and growth. Okay. Uh, and so not having have completely figured out your life, well, I don't know if you can really say at, you know, the, at the end of your life that you figured everything out perfectly, completely, right? Um, hopefully at that point, you can leave with peace in your heart, um, but figured every single thing out in life, um, learned and experienced every single thing there is, you know... The thing is, um, there are people who may look at you and in my life, it's, it's the same, you know, there may be people that might look at me and say, oh, you know, how can, you know, you be doing this work? Like if you are still like all over the place or well, not all over the place, but like if things are not, um, you know, if, if you, you know, are still this way and you have this flaw or you are, um, you, you know, I don't know, basically not perfect, right? Uh, but the thing is, like, however and whatever that I may be like right now, if you look back at my life like 10 years ago, 5 years ago, 3 years ago, even a year ago, hi, uh, I am no longer the same person and I, you know, have grown and shifted and changed and that's what I choose to focus on, my progress and my growth. Right? And I know there is so much more and, um, you know, probably never, ever stop learning or never, ever, um, you know, I'll not be perfect in this body, in this realm, right? Because <laughs> we come from perfection and uh, we're not here to experience uh, perfection, okay? So even though we come from a perfect source, um we're actually here to experience the opposite. <gasps> um, to experience life, all of its flaws, all of its you know polarities, um, and to somehow rise above that, right? Uh, and so you know, it's it's easy for maybe others to judge, or even for us to judge other people, and go like, oh, how could she be helping someone else? And and I've actually heard this from, like. Like I've heard like a mutual friend say that about another friend who is like a coach, um, you know, like, I don't know, because, you know, she still has problems in her life. Look, <laughs> um, we will, as long as you're here and you're around, you know, the, when you understand the soul journey and, you know, the path of the soul and um, our life paths it is not about having no problems at all right um, it is about experience and growth and the fastest way that we can have this inner growth is through our challenges and through our life lessons right um, and so I would be cautious the other way <laughs> if you um saw a wellness practitioner um, or, you know, an intuitive who is perfect, okay, I mean, look, you have to have, of course, a certain degree of having it together, right, professionalism and all of that, I mean, I'm, uh, that is really important to me, right, but if you're expecting someone that you work with to be completely, you know, without flaws, to completely have 
uh, no challenges in life at all, right? I mean, uh, I would be more worried uh, meeting someone like that because it could be that they're just not aware of the issues that they have, right? So, uh, and, and I'll tell you this, I mean, most of the clients who work with me, most of the, um, you know, my students, the thing that they always say to me is uh, they like working with me because I'm not perfect, because I'm flawed, because I've, you know, I, I've had a rough journey and, um, and I share that. Right? and I share my learnings, and I share my experiences. And for me, that is part of my purpose. It's not just helping others, but going through the experience, that struggle, um, you know, perhaps overcoming it, emerging from it, and with fresh lessons, fresh learnings, fresh perspectives and insights, and sharing that and passing that on. Right? Because we learn so much, you know, you know, I believe very much that we can do a lot of things on our own and, you know, um, we can help ourselves. Uh, but we, in my experience, we learn so much faster, we grow so much faster. There is a kind of, um, you know, it can be very, I don't know if the word is cat catalytic. Yeah, I think that's correct. Um form but like it can be catalytic when you work with someone else who has been through it who has the tools um and can like kind of guide you right you're still doing the work but there is that guidance and that makes you move or helps you move a lot faster right uh and that also means that you're probably uh hopefully gonna sidestep or not make the same um or be more aware um, of making the same mistakes that you know someone else has made right uh, and that's how we really grow as a collective, right? We, you know, um, we work with one another, okay? And so having this growth mindset um, that, you know, we don't have to be perfect and have our lives completely figured out, right? That is not the soul journey. Um, the figuring out that process and that journey is is what life is about. It's experiencing ourselves as you know, uh, the spiritual, uh, as a spiritual being is more than our limits, more than our physical limits. Um, that's really what it's about. And what better way than to experience the contrast of that, right? Uh, well, to, to ex what better way than to, let me see how I can phrase this. Neil Donald Walsh says it best, right? In Conversations with God, um, he's got this book that I uh, recommend a lot of my students. It's a children's book about the, the, the little light in the dark room, something like that. Um, but basically, how can we possibly know our light and our magnificence if, we're in a, if, we, are, if we are light in a bright room, right? Because that's the kind of perfection that um, we are born of. Right, that's that's the source we are born of. That is our true essence, right? Uh, but it's only when we experience the polarity, right? So a bright light in a dark room, right? It's that contrast that helps you see it, that helps you appreciate that light, um, and it's 
it, for me, this, the soul journey and um, our growth, is, that, that's what it's about. Okay, so no, you don't uh, need to be perfect. You just need to understand what the soul journey is all about and, um, and always be focused on growth. You know, there's no failure, only feedback, right? Um, and the third ingredient that you really need to have is you need to be able to commit to the process to let go of control right and i've always said this before because it's true i am like an enneagram one type i am you know perfectionism is like in my dna um thankfully a lot of people <laughs> today can't tell <laughs> anymore because i've balanced this out and i'm so much more you know aware of um of it and how it uh, has not served me um and yeah and so as especially for someone who's a perfectionist and wants to get it right and get you know have everything in place have everything in life in place uh you know that is that really comes from control right and um i think i heard this on opera it was really good and it's one that i use again and again but um, when we let go, we allow ourselves to receive. Okay, and that is absolutely important, crucial, critical when it comes to um, intuitive work. This episode is brought to you by the Soul Intelligence Intuition Program. The program is for wellness practitioners to develop a reliable divine connection they can authentically trust and to understand intuitive messages clearly by becoming intuitive readers. Application opens only a few times a year to a select few, so if you want to be among the first to be notified, get yourself on the waitlist now by visiting www.soulintelligence.sg Okay, if you can't let go, you know, I've talked about trust a lot in previous videos and, you know, while trust is not something that develops or um, is built overnight, right? We need proof to trust, we need experience to trust. Um, but, you know, even if you can't trust the outcome, yet right commit to the process and commit to the process and trust the process that will take you there if that makes sense right um you know a lot of people like to talk about oh i have faith i you know i'm really religious i pray every day um i you know i believe so much in god i you know i go to church, temple, mosque, whatever, right? Um, but when it comes down to it, right, when everything physically in, your, in our physical worlds, right, when you, when you look around and, you know, this is going wrong, this is failing, this person's not doing things the way that you hope, this person doesn't appreciate you, this relationship is, you know, going south, the communication is so bad, you know, oh, my child doesn't want to listen to me, giving problems. It, it, like, like when everything seems wrong and everything is going bad, 
that is the time that trust is needed. That's why it's called trust. <laughs> um, it's very easy to say we trust and we trust in the divine and we trust in um, our true essence and our higher self, or God, what, you know, whatever, you know, the universe, when things are going fine. <laughs> Uh, but is that really trust? Uh, or is that, well, I'm witnessing things um, going well and so uh, it is going well and that's why I trust, trust, um, and that's why I believe, right? So, yeah, and so really letting go of control and committing to um, a process, it, it, it takes vulnerability. Okay, it takes um, allowing our divine selves, our higher selves, God, the universe, to lead us. Okay, to take the lead. Right? Um, and yes, sometimes it can feel at first like you're blindfolded and, you know, you are maybe walking <laughs> through a dark space um, but it is maybe being blindfolded, walking through a dark space, but um, having your hand um, in someone else's, right? And so hold the hand of the, of, of the universe, of your higher self, like allow um, that divine to really guide you and lead you. Uh, because that is what spirituality uh, to me means anyway, because it, it, it's, it, it's when everything physically doesn't make sense, but you understand that there is multiple layers to things. There, is, there are layers which we can't see with just our physical eyes. We can't hear with just our you know, um, physical hearing, right? There is a consciousness that exists beyond. And so things may be working out in a way that we just can't see yet or we haven't developed the eyesight to see and connect with yet. Okay, so, but does that mean that it's not actually working out or that things are exactly the way that we see it in our physical realm? Uh if you understand that the world is multidimensional, that we are not just physical beings, but we are, I mean, we're not just having a physical experience, but we're spiritual beings, <clears throat> excuse me, then you'll know that there is so much more. There's so much more to, to discover. There is so much more um, meaning and purpose. There is a depth to life, to all of life, right? Whether that is our challenges, right? There's so much more going on beyond the surface of our challenges. Whether that is our relationships and, um, you know, the people that are around us, people that we love, people that we loathe, Right, uh, there is a depth to understanding these relationships that are important, and that we can't just experience or uh, truly understand unless we develop that inner sense, 
right? Unless we learn how to really touch uh, the divine, to really connect with you know the our deepest, truest essence. And that, that is what intuitive work is. Right? That is what, um, that's what it's about. Right? That's what, you know, spirituality is about. Um, going beyond the body, going beyond the physical. So, yeah. Um, another thing I'd like to add is Especially if you think, well, I'm not good enough. I, again, you know, I, I can't help others if I am still kind of trying to figure things out. Um, you know, if you have the desire, if you're being, if you feel called, if you feel pulled by what you want versus what you don't want, um, and you move towards what you want versus what you don't want, if you are, you know, willing to commit to the process and to let go of control. Okay, um, and if you continuously focus on growth, on feedback rather than failure, on expansion rather than, you know, being stuck, contracted, um, being dense, right? Um, dense, not just here, but dense energetically speaking. And you still think, yeah, but who am I to really tell others what to do? And and what if I can't help them? And all of these things. But like, none of us are actually um, healers for others, or rather, everyone is a self healer. Okay, uh, you know I have always struggled with this when, when sometimes people say, oh yeah, Desiree is a healer. I like, it makes me cringe uh, because I, I don't see myself as a healer and I don't think any one of us heals other people. We merely facilitate the process. We can be that conduit um, for healing, right? But it's not like, you're healed. Right, it it's not like that. It's the, the other person, you know. It's our recipients, people that we work with, um, and that we support. Right, we're facilitating their process, but they're the ones doing the healing themselves. And so, it what that means is, if you think somehow that. All the magic is all the magic is it's it's coming from um, us. Uh, you know, it's we're merely the tools. Okay, and so this voice and what I'm saying today, it, it's I'm simply a tool, right for. Um, divine energy, right? It's 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 not. Uh, how do I say this? 
it's so difficult to explain this uh, because um, we are not just one of the source, we are source itself as well. Uh, but as a as an intuitive or as a healer or as a practitioner, um, we you kind of you need to put away that. Uh, I mean, people call it ego, but I uh, let's say that that um, mental. <laughs> um, it's it's. I'm lost for words right now, but basically, uh, think about this way: we are our physical selves, anyway. Our, you know, we're conduits, and we facilitate the process for others. Okay, but I mean, I I always say like I can put in the same amount of so-called effort, do exactly the same thing with two different clients, two different recipients, two different people in my life, like two friends, for example, uh, but the outcome, we're not in control of that outcome. Okay, the outcome is really up to the other person. Okay, and it, it's, and this is something, again, really important that I also teach in the program. Um, it's not, like, our jobs as intuitives is to be as clear as possible to receive as clearly as possible, right? To make sure that um, we're adequately prepared, that we set up an extremely conducive environment that is us, right? To receive, right? For ourselves and for others in as clear a manner as possible. I keep saying clear <laughs> um, because that's really, really important. Okay, and to deliver and transmit that in as clear a way as possible too, without well, with as little as possible um, any interference, any of you know our projections, um, our opinions, our filters, our desires, our objectives. Right, it's really getting ourselves out of the way. Okay. Uh, and that is when messages um, and that's when the divine can really come through. That's when what you receive intuitively is, you know, that's when you can really reach like 80, 90, 100% resonance. It's usually when something is very off, okay, it's, you know, it's because we're bringing in all of our filters, right? Whether that's our beliefs, our opinions, um, you know, usually there are beliefs that are very limiting. So usually it's it's a kind of, it's a belief that closes us off to other options, right? And so, yeah. <laughs> I hope that... Um, was helpful for you and that was clear for you as well. Um, okay, I'm just checking. 
If there are no questions, I mean, you can always send me a direct message if you're watching the replay um, or pop, in, pop a question into the comments if you wish. Um, but yes, if you feel called, if you know, sometimes a calling comes as curiosity. I always say curiosity is one of the best um, characteristics or you know traits to have. Um, because when we're curious, we're actually really open. Okay, it means you, yeah. And so if your curiosity is piqued, I mean, really when I, um, what got me on this path uh, was curiosity. So I thought, right? I just thought, oh, I'm just curious. Yes, let's see. Oh, this is intriguing. What is this all about? Right? Um, and so curiosity is sometimes, um, a sign of or a signpost okay um, so um, yeah so if you're curious um, if you feel sometime somehow pulled or called okay um, and the logic hasn't quite caught up yet it doesn't matter uh, when you have the full picture, um, the it will become logical, as I've you know said in other videos. Um, sometimes it's only that one small piece of the puzzle, that one signpost. Okay, um, and so yeah, until you're able to really see the bigger picture, you may not fully understand or know you know why you feel guided in this way. Uh, why something is calling you but if it is <laughs> send me a direct message um, and we'll uh, and we can get on a call you know uh, get on a call together and figure out if the soul intelligence intuition program you know if learning how to channel learning how to conduct intuitive readings um, how to build um, a reliable intuitive connection without relying on any tools okay we don't use Again, while cards may be nice, um, while systems may be, um, you know, d d interesting to use and learn, you don't actually need any of the tools, okay? And so we learn how to connect divinely without any tools, um, but in a really, really structured manner, okay? And the structure and practicality is um, key, okay, in my program, uh, so that we can make sense of what we receive, so that we can satisfy that part of us that also needs structure and needs that um, uh, needs that proof, needs that um, that again that practicality. Okay, uh, so yes, so we'll figure out together if this is the right step for you or not. It all depends on where you are on your spiritual journey. Okay, if it's appropriate for you, great. Um, if not, I will probably kind of direct you to um, other options or you know suggest other things that you can do um, before considering the program in the future. Okay, so thank you very much. See you. Whether you are on your commute, walking your dog, running errands, or just pottering around the house, I am so grateful that you're taking the time to tune in. 
Now, if you're curious about what goes on behind the scenes, I'm on Instagram as well. And if you have any questions about this episode, feel free to send me a direct message there. Now, if you found this podcast helpful, please share it with a friend and hit the subscribe button.